Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano, and I'm also in Thralamund. And I'm only Magooch, but I'm still here, and we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. Uh, Dano's not here. All right. If you like what you hear today, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us that sweet five-star rating and a comment. We'll promise to give you a back scratch with a six-foot-long social distancing back scratch poll, and we'll even read your comment on the show. I think that's called a rake. <laughs> that's totally what it's called, but not when I sell it on eBay. It's called a... <laughs> you can customize it all right well uh hey it's time for tea with finley the part of the show where we get topical like sunscreen but nobody's wearing that because we're all stuck inside so oh, let's have some tea after the match shall we <laughs> i don't know what the at the uh, beginning was no it's perfect all right perfect. um all right so uh boar hunter yeah, Boar Hunter is gross. Um, this deck reminds me of Anubis Athrogue. I saw uh, it. It's funny because it was one of, I got to this link from the Regis Kilbin showcase link that was on the launcher. So they're okay. not going to be, they're not going to be um, like off meta decks for long. <laughs> but this is, you play a whole bunch of stuff that like you only, the only beasts in your deck are Stone Tusk Boar. And you draw them and give them plus three, plus three. And then you copy a beast in your hand and you just have all this burst damage out of nowhere. And it's disgusting. And I love it. Yeah. Um, I actually saw that on a dog's stream. I saw a dog playing it a while ago and uh, it looked really bad and sort of fun. <laughs> oh, it's just, super fun. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last time I even really opened Twitch, though. It's a little bummer. Um, That's all good. I didn't open Twitch for a long time. Right. Uh, Demon Hunter, I mean, you get the quests, so you gotta play it to get some packs. Um, it's more, I'm more fatigued, like, I don't hate the class, I know that's not everyone's opinion, but it's fatiguing <laughs> how much you attacked. see it, even if you don't play, that wasn't, that was an attack, like, I, I I'm, I'm giving you a berth there, but as someone who was, like, looking forward to the class, having it come out, having everyone play it, I mean, I think, I think I saw something that said Demon Hunter is something like 58% of the ladder right now. Whoa. But you're throwing quests at people to play Demon Hunter. Of course, you want to marquee your new class. So just the amount of it you see is fatiguing. They have a, a very small set of cards, so it's always the same stuff. And sure, there's like a little bit of leeway here and there for like slightly different builds, but we're talking like six to ten cards different and a lot of their stuff is super core right now um i wonder if we're going to see like more balancing for that i would i would assume we're going to see a couple iterations uh but it feels like there's nothing left to experience with that class right now other than frustration <laughs> um like it's not it it is fun to play because i thought it was going to be a very roguey type deck and mm -hmm. or class and it is but it also just makes me want to play Rogue more. So I've been doing that um, as usual, I guess, for me. Um, I do have, uh, from that same video, a Bomb Warrior that I wanted to give a try to. And, uh, of course, Rogue things. And since Ladder is meaningless right now, I've been playing a bunch of Wild. And I put Rafam 
in my odd rogue. Which is awesome. (laughs) It's so good. It almost never works. I think I won like one or two games with Rafam's card. Most of the time, I mean, the way the deck works, like you don't, you don't need to play it. Most of the time you get there before turn nine anyway, but Mm -hmm. uh, it, it added a well needed boost of fun to that deck. And uh, that was, that was actually (laughs) super fun having you, having you watch the other night when I was playing (laughs) it too. It was so good. Yeah. And also like when you do beat that person with reform, they are just like, what just happened? (laughs) Like yeah, yeah. And obviously it's original um, League of uh, Adventures. What is that League of Explorers? Um, League of Explorers. Yep. And uh, oh, as soon as you said I'm playing Rafam Androg, I'm like, even with my aversion to Wild, I was like, I have to come watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now I'm like, do I have to make a golden Rafam? I mean, yes, is this going to be a thing do. that I do? I don't have the dust right now. I blew a lot of dust on this set already with uh, a couple golden legendaries. My so, favorite part we'll of... It might be in the shoot. My favorite part of playing with you that night is that we lost because I convinced you to take the pinging card <laughs> instead of the buff card. And you're like, nah, dude, I'm telling you the buff card is so good. I'm like, that's garbage. I'm like, you take the pings. And then two turns later, when our window was open for lethal, they had played like a whole bunch of like huge butt minions onto the board. And uh, we could have just got through with the 10 damage. And I was like, it's, it's oh just my funny goodness. because that it's like play a nine mana thing that gives you a 10 mana dino size. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, but it's awesome. I played a bunch after I watched you. I think I played like. It felt good. I think and I that's played really what matters. seven or eight games, but I like my MMR is pretty low. I had like, <laughs> but the funny thing was I have played maybe I'm going to say 30 games of wild in the last three years probably wow and um i had seven stars as my bonus five five uh, isn't the star bonus i had like five a, it's the same regardless of the format isn't no because i have 10 in standard so like but whatever the number was it seemed to me like i was expecting one or like maybe two um i think i got to rank five in wild once and other than that i don't think i've ever been above rank 15 like I wonder if you haven't played enough games where it's still influenced by when <clears throat> cards you played that are in wild were in standard. Or maybe my win rate in wild is insane because I only ever jump on at like rank 20. You know. Oh, that's yeah, possible. I don't know. I was really surprised. I think it was 5 stars. I think it was 5 stars I had. Whatever it was, I was like totally shocked. And then I played like 7 or 8 games of that odd rogue and I won all of them. <laughs> and then nice. i felt bad excellent i just felt I mean, like i was bullying is, it's still really really good but it's tier three and wild yeah. odd rogue in general and, is it and oh yeah, yeah. It, it's way down because of uh specifically secret mage and um not not the combo warlock but the other the other version, I can't remember. Not it's the called, one that like, um, Darkest Hour Warlock. Not or Darkest Hour. No. It's the other. It's the other big Warlock deck, but I don't remember what the name, what the key card was. You're talking to the wrong guy. But um, um, yeah. That's but fine. anyway, I, I just felt like I was wild. bullying. I felt like I was just bullying newer players. <laughs> and I was like, this is not fun. And I think I had lethal with Rafram once when I went out of my way to do it when I was winning anyway. So anyway, right. it was yeah. fun. 
So other than and uh, other than watching me and picking that up, what else did you do this week? Oh man, I had so much fun and I played a ton of Hearthstone this week. Um, I'm really enjoying co-op play. Um, I've been playing with uh, Matted Arms almost every night and uh, a little bit with Hat and I got to play with you. And um, I'm mostly playing Egg Warrior. I played a ton of Egg Warrior last week uh, and Spell Mage. Um, I just saw that Egg Warrior, and I haven't even tried it yet. And I It's fine. It's not the best warrior list. Um, and I knew that. I knew that people were taking out the eggs in Terran Gorfiend, and it was better. But um, I just like the eggs in Terran Gorfiend. They're so much fun. And Gorfiend, half the time you play them, you don't want to. But it's That's so much fun. That's the one that like, kills your board, and then yeah. Death Rattle brings them back. Yeah. How awesome so how, is how how hard I I haven't played the card yet. How key is it to like play him and kill him? Does it get silenced? Is that a, yeah, a problem? Depending on the class you're playing against, um, you have to figure that out. But you're also running two live wire lances, so you often have like rush lackeys, so you can play them and then rush them into stuff. Um, but also if you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of person that would like witchy lackey it on accident and be like, no. <laughs> but also. <laughs> um but also um you just want you mostly want to do it when you have um eggs or bombs on the board right so the what's her name the bomb lady um you make a couple bombs off her and then you hit them with taryn and then he brings back two two bombs when he dies and that's good too but um no Uh, anyway so is that the bot the the boom lady what's her name imp gang bots is (laughs) it that one or are you talking about something else (laughs) totally um so yesterday, uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, this happened. Um, a mod days or a mage. Days are an illusion now. <laughs> <laughs> days are an illusion. A mage, uh, who we've uh, we've been in contact and kind of pals with online for years and years, um, uh, came on and OG was like, "Dillionaire, yeah, yeah, Dillionaire, OG." Uh, came on and was like, "Hey, you have to play this bomb warrior." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I saw Orange play it." Um, I can't, I don't have wrench caliber and I don't have boom and that's two epics and a legendary. And I have like 200 dust. Um, and he was like, Oh dang. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I'd stick with it anyway. Like it doesn't have eggs and gore fiend. Like I'm just loving that. I think it's hilarious. And I, I probably won't. <laughs> and, um, uh, uh, a mystery suitor, I'm going to say, um, a mystery person in our discord sent me, uh, the dragons year, uh, pack purchase bundle. Um, wow. Yeah, nice. dude, it was nuts. And then they messaged me and said, Hey, I'm just happy to hear you're having so much fun. And the thought of you not being able to play a temple warrior deck, uh, didn't sit right. So here you go and enjoy. And I opened all the packs and I got two wow. super janky legendaries. And I, I said, thank you. And I felt really uncomfortable because like, I'm still working. Like I'm okay. I, I could buy this if I really wanted to. Um, but it was such a sweet thing. So to piggyback on the best good last week, like the discord's amazing. And I, like, I was really touching. So um, I, I'm just going to say thank you to that person. That was a really kind um, gesture. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, the, and yeah. So um, anyway, so I got this bomb warrior together and um, I had just enough dust to craft it. Craft it. it was hilarious. And uh, uh, 
I, I put it together and uh, I actually went on stream last night for the first time in a few weeks. And oh, oh you didn't it. even tell me. Yeah, I posted it in the Discord. I know, I got to post it. I know, I know. I, t- um, I don't have Discord on my phone anymore, so I never yeah. get push notifications or anything. And I'll, I'll send you a link next time. So Mad at Arms came on and we co-opted and we started 11-0 and with the deck. So we won 11 what? straight games. And at the end of the stream, we played 15 games and we went 14-1. and one. Um, I climbed, Gross. I climbed 3000 ranks and legend in a little over an hour up to 1500. <laughs> and I had been like bouncing around at these like 4,500 to 5,000 legend for like quite a while, just kind of with these kind of jankier decks. And, uh, anyway, we had a ton of fun and it was just, it was just nutto. So I have a crazy win rate with that deck. It, it's really good against demon hunter. Um, and then just for control matchups, you just switch your your goal and you just try to put as many bombs as you can in people's decks, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, nice. I think I'm done. All right. Well, uh, are you hungry? Uh, I'm let's, so uh, hungry. I just ate dinner, but I'm super hungry. Sweet. Well, let's uh, let's enjoy a tasty naga sandwich. This isn't a cooking show, so I'm not going to tell you how to make it. But uh, oh, what's the thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well done oh, i clipped so hard on it ah that's okay it sounded wonderful all right. what's uh what's the first good all right our first good this week is a list of things we love about our friend dano so Aww. dan's busy he was moving this week and we mentioned last week and i can't even imagine how stressful it would be to move in this time like you and Dan have both done in the last yeah, two Yeah, I can't weeks. imagine it. I totally did it a week ago and just skipped it. Oh. And nobody said anything about it. So good to know. <laughs> um, but so we decided to take this opportunity now that Dan's not here to talk about Dan a lot. So <laughs> we're going to go through the list of things that we love about our friend Dano. So number one, we have written out, he is funny. Yeah, I, I sometimes. <laughs> no, that guy makes me laugh. All right. Uh, no, he does. He he's very a very funny guy, and he's very. Uh, it's often very unexpected when he makes me laugh the most. It's when I think he's about to be serious or like, yeah, starts off sounding like a jerk, and then it just turns into some hilarious. One of my favorite things is when he says the funniest things, I will laugh so hard. And then he'll be like, whoa, dude, I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> and he'll, he'll like call me out for thinking he's funnier than he is. <laughs> right. Just like, like what turn it around, things? dude. I'm not that funny. Calm down. Um, yeah. So that's number two uh, or number one. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to take number two? Uh, sure. He's just super generous. Uh, with his time, he gifted Nate a bunch of packs. Yeah. He also did Happy Birthday, Ninja Nate Geo, as the podcast title with a little clip. And he just, he puts more time into, he puts more time and effort into this cast and, and the recordings and the editing than I have yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> me as well obviously. So, thanks man. Thanks for being like 80% of the workload. Yeah. And and I think um I think like Dan was the one who really started the whole thing, right? But with you two? I assume. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, the next one. He's passionate about so, so, so very many things. <laughs> he even had a Hallmark movie podcast for a while. Right. <laughs> and like you said, like we literally wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for him. This was his brainchild. And uh, he, he uh, I mean, we talked, we joked about it for a while until he was like, no, no, let's, let's like do it some night. Like I have... He had Zoom from work, and he was like, "Screw it, let's just let's just chat and see how it goes." And here we are. Yeah. How many? Thirty-seven episodes. So three and a half years later. <laughs> um, my I was having a conversation with someone the other day about like what makes a good person on a podcast or a stream, and like one of the things for me was enthusiasm. Like, are they actually excited to talk about the things that they're talking about or to play the thing they're playing or excited to be on the stream or excited to be podcasting? And I think that's a big thing. And um, one of my favorite things about Dan is like, as soon as you jump on here with him, whether you're playing or doing a podcast or hanging out, um, he's a, he's always just kind of excited to be there and, and, and excited to work on things. So I like that. This is like the thing when I'm having a bad day and I'm like, I just look forward to hanging out. And it's it's totally because of him. So yeah, thanks, Dan. On that note, he loves fun way more than winning. Yep, and he's proven it Wh- over and yeah. over and over again. <laughs> uh, right. Beast Druid was the the first thing where I was like, "This guy is awesome." Op bumps, bud. Yeah. Whatever. I don't even remember what that meant anymore. It had something to do with Pantry Spider and some acronym. <laughs> And he used know. to name all his decks weird, dumb stuff. Like he had a deck called Loxana Troy. And I think it was a <laughs> Druid deck. And I have no idea what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was a variation on, on Pantry Spider Beast Druid. Uh, also funny. Stealth Rogue. Yeah. Uh, he was on Stealth Rogue before it was, even before it was water Stealth Rogue. It yeah. was just bad Stealth Rogue. <laughs> and anything with Cthune. And, and the best part is whenever Cthune comes up, he always does his Cthune, Cthune, Cthune. <laughs> he just jumps right into it all right the next one he has a magnificent beard (laughs) right uh so i'm 38 and for the first time in my life uh because of quarantine haircut things uh i shaved most of my head and i have a mohawk and And he stole the show with his gigantic mountain man beard yeah and Whatever, An hour dude. ago, we were swapping photos because Magoot shaved a mohawk, and I guess uh, we didn't. He didn't know I had shaved my mohawk like two days ago with my son and I. We no, shaved no our idea. Mohawks. Yeah, and so we were posting photos back and forth of our mohawks, and and Dan um, being follically <laughs> challenged. <laughs> but just first we one, were top him. of the head. <laughs> I told and him I... he had shaved it backwards. I thought that was funny. right. I mean, I still think you should go full crusty, do a little green, but oh, whatever. Be great. Um, but uh, yeah, so he posted. We we both posted photos of us holding our really long hair up off our heads. <laughs> he posted a great photo back of his ginormous beard from the front of his face. Is pretty awesome. Wop. Yeah. Uh, and and above all and everything else, he loves his friends. He loves his family. He's, he's very well loved by our group and for very good reason. He's definitely earned it and given it back. Yeah. A hundredfold. Yeah. Cool. And lastly here we have, uh, he brings people together. Um, uh, Dan was the second person 
who I started chatting with on a regular basis after playing Hearthstone, just some strange person I met um, through the Dillionaires, Willie Dills um, stream. And uh, from there, he started, like, he was playing in a, a league uh, in, in person in Minnesota, I think. And um, he was playing in a league in person and was like, well, why don't we do this for the Dillionaires? And uh, started the whole DHL and ran it for multiple seasons and, you know, started the podcast. And uh, I remember he was like, well, let's like just chat on voice and chat through plays like back in the day in Warcraft. And I was like, yeah, for sure, man. And it was just like I was trying to remember today when I was writing these notes, like the first time I talked to Dan and I just can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. I, I, I remember the streams and I remember them being like tons of fun, but I couldn't I couldn't pin down a first time with either of you. No. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway. All right, so uh, I guess next part of the sandwich, now that it's an hour later and the bread's cold and whatever. Um, <laughs> the bread? Who cares if the bread's cold? That was dumb. <laughs> um, but anyway, the not so good is we're going we're gonna to talk a whole bunch of smack about this jerk Dan that we kind of know who's like around sometimes. Yeah, we're going to read. Now we're going to read our list about all the things we don't like about Dan. Uh, nope, psych! It's actually brawl time with Magooch. Okay, so in that case, <laughs> um, the not so good is ladder doesn't matter. So whatever garbage you're playing, uh, don't. And instead, brawl. Uh, I think last episode we we had we had two cycles of the brawl because our schedule's been all screwy, and. There's two cycles this time, and I don't even remember what last week's brawl was because this one came out yesterday, and I've probably played 40 games at this point. It's the <laughs> Battle amazing. of Tol, Tol Barad. Whenever you cast a creature, get a spell of that cost, and it's free. And this is just stupid fun. Uh, I so I've been playing just wild decks in here: um, Pirate Rogue, Bloodsail Flybooter. And fireflies and feral cats and anything that puts minions in your hand to play more and get more free spells. Uh, Silverhand buff pally was super fun. I've played odd mage. I've played quote unquote token druid. It's really hard to do token druid with minions because you, you don't want to play token generating spells. Could you imagine doing pirate rogue if cold blood was still one man? <laughs> Oh my god, right now. I don't even think you need it though, because you get No, funny, but I'm saying so you would I, get it off all your one drop pirates. You right, you like... would. So the funny thing is for a while I was like, Oh, I'll put in a bunch of two drops so I could play sap or I can maybe get sap if you mm. need it. And then I was like, No, I'm just gonna play Kalisath because I haven't played that forever. <laughs> and that's super fun. Especially with uh, the the one mana two two. Also in the token druid, you have two one mana two twos. Yeah. So gross. Uh, also, just standard demon hunter in the brawl. Uh, gross, dumb. Uh, but it's a spell slinger's dream. <laughs> like you just make gross, make a million one drops. <laughs> put. I've been playing jar dealer and uh, raven collar and anything that puts cheap minions in your hand so you can play more minions and play more spells. It's just so much fun. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, Good I had stuff. fun with it. I played it twice. I think once, once. I, <laughs> I think whatever the I last brawl was, I played like one game on each region. I actually went back to, to region grinding because I was so, bored of the ladder. And this brawl was like, I can clear all my dailies. No problem. 
So um, um, I I started it, and I I remember my first game. Now I logged in, and I had um, just like tempo mage minions with obviously Flame Waker, and then I put in gadgets and auctioneers, and um, <laughs> I logged in, and my opponent was playing Spell Druid, like straight up Spell Druid, no minions. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Gross. It just ran them over, and I was like, "I hope that person just had that realization of they were doing the brawl wrong." Also, if if you can, uh, this is an exercise in restraint. If you can play a bunch of like cheap minion generating minions early, where you can play questing adventure and turn three or four and make it like a nine nine, no oh problem. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you totally can. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the best good. Um, All right. After telling us that ladder is garbage, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say climb. that the standard meta is the best good this week. After the second round of Nurse, there are so many decks that are viable in standard right now. So in my opinion, these are all like tier two and up decks. Maybe it's been proven otherwise by now. I can't play them all. Don't ask me. Um, but I'm just going to go through the list of uh, decks that I think are viable and I'm excited about. So here we go. I might jump in because I have a couple to add. For sure. Spell Druid. Token Druid. Drag. Uh, Big Druid. Big Big Druid. Druid's a little slow, but it's good. Oh, I meant to put that in there. And Big Druid is the one I see the most right now, actually. Not not Imbiggin. Oh, sorry. Big. Okay. Uh, it's It plays the side quests and a bunch of ramp. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't play the one I, I've been oh. messing with doesn't, does not run cool. in Biggin. Maybe it doesn't run in Biggin anymore. That's just what I call it now. Actually, I don't think it runs Dragon's Breath either. It just runs Wild, not Wild Growth. It runs the the new Gain 2 and I don't remember what else. I definitely played a couple yesterday that had Dragon's Breath, but it doesn't matter. Cool. Yeah, Big Druid. Uh, Dragon Hunter, Highlander Hunter. Boar Hunter. Oh, and Face Hunter. Face Hunter's made a huge um, resurgence the last few days. Um, nice. Also, any Demon Hunter deck with any of the Demon Hunter cards. <laughs> Those decks all work very, very well. Yeah. It is It is nice that they have like three or four distinct archetypes. It's just gross that they all have 15 cards in common right now. But that'll, that'll change. It'll get better over time. It's going to be a long time and... I hope that the nerfs are cyclical so they don't totally kill the class right out of the gate, but there'll there'll be some stuff that I don't think gets um, kind of dumbed down and then maybe comes back when it goes to wild, but I don't know. I don't think they're going to nerf anymore right now. I think they're happy with it being the best deck in the game. I think I think they just don't want it to be the best deck by a fair margin, but I think they're happy it's tier 1. I think they want their new class to be to be the best. Of deck. course. Marky it has I, to have some kind of showing. I, I don't think it was an accident. I don't think they meant to make it as busted as it was, but I don't think it was an accident. It was the best deck out of the gate. Mm-mm. I think when you're selling an expansion, it's got to be that way. But let's not talk about that. Spell Mage, Highlander Mage, Murloc Paladin, Sword of Librum Paladin, maybe? Can someone let me know? Is that still working? I think I've seen a few is people that... playing it, but I haven't played against it. So Is Librum pure pally or... Um, generic can be just its own thing i think it is pure pally i don't know man i don't know that's why i'm asking people to tell me (laughs) res priest uh sethic priest quest priest um what is sethic so sethic veil weaver is the card where when you target one of your minions with a spell you get a random priest spell in your hand it's um is it two mana three mana i can't remember it's a much cheaper uh what was the legendary called yeah Uh, Uh, i can't i 
Uh. Doesn't matter. Um, so it just gives you a ton of value. And I guess any deck that isn't Res Priest or Quest Priest and is running that, I've been calling it Sethic Priest. I don't I don't know what else to call it. It's not quite a tempo build usually. It's kind of like a little bit control, but not so heavy control that it'll go forever. It's kind of like a late mid-range deck to control kind of deal. It's pretty fun. They're actually really fun to play. Um, I keep running into Quest Priests and Res Priests and being like, you're having fun wrong, but those decks are probably better. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Galley Rogue with Stealth or Secret Packages, Highlander Galley Rogue. Um, I don't know if Stealth Rogue still works. Uh, Totem Shaman has been okay. Apparently it's a little worse now. Uh, Galley Warlock. Zoo Lock has come back big. I've seen a lot of Zoo. Um, Egg Warrior, Bomb Warrior, Quest Warrior. Kibler <laughs> made this Quest Warrior list and it's like it's winning and people are playing it. It's insane. The Hack the System quest. Oh, I even I've even thought about what is yeah, Hack the System attack yep. a whole bunch of times. It's... But with Galakrond, like it made it you remember when that card came out and people are like, well, weapons and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, you can just make yourself able to attack all the time. <laughs> that card got so good. And it probably did get slept on a little bit. Like, I don't know if it's as good as amazing, but it's yeah. definitely more viable than I, I assume a lot of people thought it was going to be out yeah. of the gate. And it's kind of crazy at this point now that Galakron isn't in any warrior decks, right? Like, um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think. Anyway, I'm at like uh, top 2,000 legend now, like 1,500 or something, and I'm seeing all of pretty much all of these up there. Um, although around 40% of my games are still against Demon Hunter when I check my stats, um, which kind of nah. is just boring. Like, you know how I, I've I mean, been grumpy about Demon Hunter, and I'm stubborn, and I'm going to be grumpy about it for a long time. Um, but honestly, it is, it is getting tiring playing it to a, a one out of every three games and more than that. Um, it's pretty regular. I'll have a three, four game streak where I play only demon hunters and that's like 40 minutes an hour can be. And that's just after a while. It's like, uh, but other than that, I've been having a ton of fun this past week. I think the meta <laughs> is, um, yeah, like where's Dan? Stop me, Dan. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, you've been having fun. Let's do something about that. Uh, each week we surf Reddit, except friend requests, read the comment section of YouTube and various other websites to ask Carstone fans. Why are you so salty? Let's get salty! <laughs> so we're we're just a tad salty because it's the first time we've been <laughs> Dano-less and nothing hurts more than missing a friend. Oh, nothing does hurt more than missing oh. a friend. So, um, yeah, we miss you, Dan. Uh, the other... Uh, Magooch sent me a link to this today. <laughs> Apparently the other day, uh, Kibler was playing Librem Paladin on stream versus a Demon Hunter. And he had the game clearly locked down with an 8-8 taunt and a Divine Shield on board until a four-mana newly nerfed Altruist went off with four cards in hand. It managed to draw and deal over nine damage, which was necessary to clear the beefy minion that was protecting Kibler's beautiful square chin face. Um, and, and let me add a, a, um, a runner-up for best code is Sexy Beardy. Uh, quarantine Kibler. <laughs> quarantine workout Kibler. He's like streaming his workouts. Oh, is he? I haven't Have seen that. Have you not seen that? He starts every day by streaming his weightlifting. <laughs> hey, whatever works. It's pretty if that's, cute. If that keeps you in a routine, if he's doing the, you know, self-improvement thing, yeah. good for him. I dig the beard, though. 
I think he wears it well. Yeah, he does. Uh, Although the shocked face <laughs> developing throughout that clip, and if you haven't seen it, go find it. Oh. Brian of Brian Kibler Gaming gets I, wrecked or whatever it's called. The, the title is gross, but uh, it's it's well worth the watch. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. So the comments in ch- Twitch. Oh, are you talking about the Magic the Gathering one? Or are you talking about this one? No, this one. Okay. Do you know there's a really famous like top deck win against Brian Kibler from an old Magic the oh, Gathering championship? Oh, he slams the card down. Oh, that was it's just like. Um, oh. No, because Kibler has a game locked up, and there's only one card the guy can top deck to win. And like Kibler's face of like, oh my goodness, he has it. But Brian's so well composed; like his face shows the emotion. But he's so polite and so kind. Like, what was a... that the Olivier Ruel game? I don't. I, I know, don't know. I know the game you're talking about. I've yeah. actually seen that clip anyway, many times. It, it I came I up in him. my YouTube like searches. There must have been some <laughs> cross section of like all my Magic: The Gathering and. Uh, <laughs> Hearthstone searches in YouTube, and it was like, you, sir, will enjoy watching a young Brian Kibler be sad. And I was like, apparently, I and I clicked on it, so they got me. All right, thanks, I YouTube wonder, Was algorithm. that like the Windmill Slam Lightning Helix no, one, or is that a different one? No, I one? think it was no, a different okay, one. It wasn't a Windmill different... Slam. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the I've... comments, so it's worth seeing his face in both pods, but like, um, <laughs> the comments in Twitch chat were very, very Twitch chat. So uh, here goes. Here's a couple of the comments after. From uh, from Alcon. Gul'dan only had one skull. And this his is... His brain is so big, he this has is from... two heads. That's from Scorpion. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I couldn't see the name. It's it's like too dark. I thought that was the yeah. the same. <laughs> that was the response to Ackland. And then my favorite, of course, is Miladet TV. Libram of Nope. <laughs> that's that's the best pally joke. I yeah. probably ever. Libram of Hope. Heal my face for eight. Put an eight-eight taunt with Divine Shield in the way of the Demon Hunter. And it's not even a problem. They don't even have to nope. trade into it. <laughs> like, and that he played like a two mana skull, I think, or something. One or two mana. Yeah. Ugh. And then he could just kept top decking uh off the skull, got a bunch of draw cards. And then kept top deck, and then top decked another second slice, and then top decked a one mana. Like it was just, yeah, yeah. That was that was gnarly. <clears throat> yeah, it was gnarly and nerdy. But nothing is nerdier than co-hosting a podcast about this dumb game, Hearthstone. So, uh, oh, what is it? I can't. This one's a real page turner. <laughs> that was so good. I was like, I don't remember what it was either. Um, it's funny how we do this every week, and I don't remember what the drops are. Okay, here we right? Because I don't have, to, I don't think about it. It's, just, it's a button, not something I have to read. <laughs> anyway, take it away, dude. All this right, this one's all you. So Dan's not here today, so I thought we would take advantage of this and dig into some deep rogue lore because we are both yeah. lovers of the rogue class yeah. so let's all i have not read this yet i have no idea what's coming and i'm super excited now i i, I spent way too long on this today <laughs> all right here we go all right get comfortable here we go let's all go back to a while ago to a time that i could not find indicated on any warcraft wiki site <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
There's this group of people, and they all love magic. They get in touch through friends and chat rooms and keep seeing each other on the floor at enchanter cons. Well, eventually, they start hanging out on the regular, and they decide to meet in this place called Tirasfall Glades. It's this tight group made up of high elves, humans, and gnomes who really just enjoy each other's company. And on the down low, they would experiment with all kinds of funky experimental party magic. So they're wicked, right? <laughs> no, no, no. They're just bored mages. Pagans. So the usual, oh. the usual magic channels, like academies and governments and all the like, they're all super uptight. But in the glades, these mages could party like teenagers on a camping trip. But these folks, <laughs> <laughs> they could do it with magic. So they start instead getting of, to... <laughs> instead of illegally acquired beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So they start getting together on the weekends. Well, I didn't say they don't have a legally acquired beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's mead or or whatever. Ale. Ale from the innkeeper. So they start getting together on the weekends. Every weekend. Don't implicate Hearth. (laughs) Hearth did nothing wrong. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I always saw him as a stand-up guy. (laughs) Um. So this group, they start getting together on the weekends, and each week a different mage brings a different new casserole, and eventually they get to... <laughs> eventually they get to talking about the important things in life and decide to bestow insane party magic powers on one mage who will be named the guardian of Tirasfall. This mage will be able to protect Azeroth from demons like the Burning, Burning Legion. Legion or Doug the Infernal Microbiologist. So they choose this wicked, powerful human mage. <laughs> Not going to lie, I'd like to meet Doug. <laughs> so they choose this wicked, powerful human mage named Egwin, who is the mother of Medivh, actually, uh, who also was named the Guardian of Tirasfall eventually. Although Medivh ends up totally sucking at his job, he ends up being that guy at work who works really hard at making it look like he does a lot, but really he's just playing Counter-Strike Go with his fell demon friends and becoming a total jerk in the process. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> All right. Well, one of these members of the council was an elf named Relthra. Years later... Gesundheit. <laughs> Thank you. Long after Relthra, Relthra has passed, the undead Scourge attacked the High Elves. This Scourge, which was created as a precursor to the Burning, Burning Legion. Legion. <laughs> I gotta let you do that, sorry. So this Scourge... I wanted to do both. <laughs> I should have let you go. This scourge was this gnarly group of unwashed, saddled punks who were angry because a bunch of their friends had gotten real jobs, and also their friends were still alive. (laughs) So there's this little elf girl there named Valera Sanguinar, and her parents are killed uh, in the old punk attack. But don't worry, she's as quick as Dano squelching an an opponent. She's as... (laughs) She's as sneaky as Magooch setting up Rafam lethal and as fast. <laughs> is that sneaky at all? <laughs> On turn nine, they are not expecting Rafam. <laughs> I, I guess. And as fast as Medivh at work alt-tabbing out of CSGO when his boss walks by. 
So she gets away. Is 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 Valera Batman? <laughs> that woman? No, no, she's Valera. All alone, she gets by, stealing what she needs, like a bad priest deck. <laughs> and, and just like a bad priest deck, it kind of works at first, but it's just not sustainable. <laughs> All right, so eventually the meta shifts (laughs) and catches up to Valera, and she gets caught. But she beats the granola out of a bunch of guard cronies in the process, and the local arena promoter immediately signs her to a huge contract. Unfortunately, back then, arena contracts were super bunk, and they often came with incarceration and forced labor. So Valera ends up fighting for this gladiator slave master named Rhaegar Earth Fury. And in his service, she became close friends with her contemporary arena fighting slave companions, Brol Bearmantle, a night elf druid who was That's a. Such a good name. <laughs> He's a night elf druid who was a student of Malfi Boo's. For the record, I decided to choose a character that was as far away from Malfi Boo's as I could, and there was still a tie in to Malfi Boo's. Still comes back. Can't escape it. it. So she 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 uh she becomes close friends with Brol Bearmantle and also a crazy talented human swordsman who had washed up on a beach with no memory and clearly was not anyone famous or of any notoriety or of any importance of any sort in the Warcraft universe. Nope. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Nope. Just a random amazing fighting dude. And they nicknamed this guy Crockbait. But eventually, they all come to call him Logosh. So Valera, for the first time in her life, has these two best friends. And they are insane together. Their fighting prowess and chemistry is on par with the greats like grilled cheese and pickles. Or everyone's favorite super... Yeah, grilled cheese and pickles is the best, man. No? Sure. Oh, so good. Or everyone's... I like tomatoes. Oh, that sounds good, too. All right. So... Their chemistry and fighting prowess is on par. Um, Also, with everyone's favorite super musical group, ABBA, or like the eternal masters of mediocre Hearthstone internet talking, the Squelch Podcast. (laughs) That's the Euro appeal. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of going with like Chickenfoot or I don't don't know any other super groups. I can't think of any. Uh, The Highwaymen. There you go. (laughs) but Valera is sold to another slave master and forced to leave her friends so no joke here she steals a wyvern yep she steals a wyvern named bristlefur she takes this opportunity to go afk get up and go pee she comes back to her computer and the the wyvern is only halfway there so she goes to the kitchen and looks in the fridge but everything there would take 10 minutes plus to make and there's no way she's doing that so she opens up a can of alphagetti and grabs a spoon and eats it cold, hoping her roommates won't notice while she gets back to looking for her friends in-game. Wait, alphagetti? Is, do they actually call it that there? I don't know. Yeah? <laughs> There's a message in my spaghettios, or in my alphabet soup. Ooh. So 
I don't know if you need context, but in World of Warcraft, whenever you wanted to go from one place to another, you had to get on a wyvern, and it would take you like five minutes to get there, and you'd get super bored watching your screen. Um, so I thought it was absolutely hilarious learning that she had escaped on no, one of these wyverns. But I did, I did incidentally have a friend of mine um, who was taking requests for an acoustic guitar cover. Yeah. During the quarantine, and he ended up picking up his guitar, drinking scotch, and eating beefaroni out of the can cold. <laughs> so that also happened today. I have eaten alphagetti out of the can. Shout out cold. to uh, Michael Patrick Bones McGee of uh, Aneurysm. That's awesome. You guys kick butt. I'm, I'd, I'd love to see you play again when uh, Music World is open. Anyway, I love it. Okay, so she's on this river and she flies away. After some unnecessary action scenes with an assassin that were clearly added to keep the audience interested, <laughs> she is rescued by Aegwyn, uh, the guardian of Tearsfall, former party friend of Valera's Grammy. So Aegwyn finds Valera. She hooks her up with Valera's friends, where it is made clear that, surprise, surprise, the amnesia-induced super warrior Logosh is actually former boy band celebrity and superhero King Varian Rin himself. Did not see that coming. I thought it was just some random guy. I absolutely didn't see that coming either. (laughs) (laughs) And not just because I didn't read this before. I Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. The story of you're some guy with, with amnesia. <laughs> he must just be some <laughs> random dude. Oh. <laughs> so she's back with her, her pals and she fights a sea witch and she absorbs some of the magic from a magic ocean trident that shot at her. And now, just like Hilly Dilly, boop, addicted. Merfolk. Nope, addicted oh. to magic. <laughs> So apparently she gets shot First from a trident. Free. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's just step back for a second. PSA here. Just say no, everyone. Just say no to magic. You might Slate be in, hand is theft. You might be invited to a party, say, at a place like Tears Fall Glades, and everything seems cool and fine, and these with it people you trust are doing magic. So hey, no big deal. No! Leave it alone. Don't you do it. You are your own person. If everyone went to raid Molten Core, would you do it too? Okay, back to the story. Wait, am I not supposed to raid Molten Core? No! It's crazy. Oh. All right. (laughs) I mean, it sounds bad from someone who knows nothing about it. Molten Core just says, like, stay away, hot, melty, burn your face. Okay. Anyway. It didn't work out well for Leroy Jenkins. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so then this blood elf warlock comes at Varian. And Valera is all, you'll have to get through me first. And the warlock is all, okay. And he possesses her with the spirit of the demon, Catherine Atir. And now her addiction is moved from everyday magic to fell magic. So Valera sometimes loses control to this demon and her addiction, but she still manages to kill the treacherous dragon Anixia and her posse of 1-1 baby dragons with Varian and Brawl. That's terrible. She killed a bunch of babies? Well, I just assume Anixia had a bunch of baby dragons. That's how it works in Hearthstone. <laughs> I mean, that's so brood, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, rough. Yeah, but apparently Anixia was, like, really bad. All right. I, I mean, maybe they're like the bunny from... from um... Monty Python, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's cute, but it's still going to kill you. So, all right. There you go. Um, 
So doing this grants her a permanent place in Stormwind as an official advisor, excuse me, and a bodyguard to Varian. Although I'm sure all sorts of people working there question this, like, wow, one of Varian's entourage pals is the new advisor? Big surprise. Americans can identify with this. <laughs> Even after. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually thought about making that joke in here, and then I stayed away from it. I could say that. You're not allowed. <laughs> Even after all these good times and promotions in Stormwind, Valera still makes it clear she identifies as a blood elf first. And she commits to working in order to bring the Alliance and the Horde together going forward. And also, because this is a fantasy soap opera, she doesn't have to stay in Stormwind to do her new job. Because then there wouldn't be nearly as many cool stories of this awesome demon-possessed thief rogue fighting baddies and head-cracking scumbags. I appreciate the headcrack reference. That was for you. Thank you. I assumed it was. Also, I now want a fell uh, Valera hero. I don't know what it's going to do, but I want it. I want uh, I want it so oh, bad. Oh, that would be super sick. Sounds amazing. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I am I am all in on Captain Valera like forever. It's my most played he- uh, class. Easily my most played hero. Um, but uh, if we get like a dark... Dark pirate, dark green, fell pirate Valera. Ah, oh, that love would it. be so, so sick. I'm down. All oh. right. So next up is the rope. <laughs> something, something, fuse thing. <laughs> I cannot remember what Dr. Boom says uh, That sounds about right. And, and also we're going to take more than however many seconds because it's going to annoy me even though I only said that one time. And I actually don't even think it's been brought up since then, but I don't know how else to segue into this. So when I get I bored wanna, of hearing you I talk, wanna... when I get bored of hearing you talk, I'm just going to start going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you should do that to shut me up. I might, just, I might just keep talking forever. I want this to be a conversation, but it might just be a rant. So, um, I want, I'm, I just want to go off about outcast as a mechanic. Um, it's, so it's the new thing. It's the new hotness. It's a whole big deal. It's, it seems important in the mulligan when you want to curate how you're going to play your first couple turns. If you have like, say skull is your far right card, how are you going to navigate those first few turns to where you can get that all the way to the left so you can play it for your your outcast but the the reality of the matter is that this rewards top decking and spell slinging and it's probably absolutely in the place where they want it to be but like that kibler video uh it sometimes it just gets ridiculous and there's there's no counterplay to it it's just how how the deck flows on your turn and i don't know what are your what are your thoughts i I know this is was a a hot button issue for a lot of people who were excited about the mechanic i don't think it's bad outright but i think it it rewards luck far more than it rewards strategy yeah i would agree with that i think it definitely does but i also think that um it's really just kind of exacerbating the already existent problem of luck being often more important in a game of hearthstone than strategy and and that's just through drawing cards off the top of the deck um 
I mean, I we've think always that... had we've had stuff like that. Uh, what's that nine mana or that um, that warlock three mana warlock spell deal nine damage to whatever and casino mage and I mean the, the yep. game doesn't shy away from no, but high I high rolls. I always think that what you draw off the top of your deck is way more random than even the most random cards in Hearthstone. Um, maybe not so th- Yogg. Th- this, maybe this not calls Yogg, back to but but it the... is, and and I I definitely would agree like with what you're saying. Like getting an outcast bonus for just drawing right is insane, and sometimes it allows the deck to run away with these wins. Um, whereas other classes, if they get the right curve, they run away with a win. In Demon Hunter, it's exacerbated. It's like okay, so not only did you get your curve, but you got every outcast on it. Like that's just insane. Um. Uh, but the I, thing is, like luck, lucky draws make they make a spectacle in something like Magic. Uh, when yep. we're going back to the Kibler video, uh, yeah. the the wrong video that I was thinking of, two two come to mind. Olivier Ruel uh, literally knocked the top of his deck with his his opponent at three or within three of reach, and drew Lightning Helix, which is uh, it's not a creature, but it's the the. Uh, deal deal three restore three to you yeah. uh, not firefly but that other bug um and someone playing i think the card is called something like fateful intuition or something like that where you you literally roll a die a bunch of times and pick you know you're supposed to randomly pick a card but it's one two three and you roll a die flip the card it deals damage to its mana cost to your opponent and he hit the same five mana card like three times in a row or something to that effect i don't remember the specifics yeah. of it i but lost when it's the, a, hey, hey, hey. when it's a one in a million I, chance it's a spectacle but when it's this is how the deck works it goes from being a a marquee moment that's exciting to just being luck of the draw routine getting screwed by the coin yeah. flip yeah, I think there's some truth to that. I think also it is a little hard for me to co- comment because I have played a total of four Demon Hunter games and that was on day one. So I have not, I'm super stubborn and I'm super grumpy about the class and I don't know how long it'll be till I'm going to go, oh, now this looks fun and I'll play it. I can't imagine it'll be for a long time because seeing it on ladder so much, I just I just wish it I'm still at the point, sadly, where I just wish it wasn't in the game. Like, I'm just tired of it. And it's, um, it is it is totally a different thing from your point of view when you're trying to plan out a turn or two or you're yeah. sequencing. Yeah. and, and As opposed the... to seeing it. Mm-hmm. And the thing with, with those magic games is that's a spectacle that people can go back and watch forever. And it's always exciting seeing that one flip, that one pro tour. Mm-hmm. Is different than seeing, <laughs> oh, this demon hunter drew the right four cards in a row, Again. or drew eight cards yeah. to get the right four. Yeah, yeah for but the fifth time today. One of the things I will say that I still like about the class is, um, even being so grumpy about it, is often I'll be playing and I'll be like, that demon hunter just had like the worst turn, and then I realize, oh, they're just trying to organize their hand to get their outcast cards in the right spot. And I still really like how the mechanic does that. I still, I really like the idea that you have to make these kind of janky plays to make sure you get your really powerful ones. And um, I really like what Hat said last week where he was like, it's not the outcast mechanic, it's the power. If the power level isn't super high, it doesn't feel nearly as bad when this stuff happens, right? It's when the power level is way too high. So like, 
is outcast the problem or is it the power level you know i don't know there's people too the saying that, that the can, one mana can... hero power is really bad because you're just weaving it into every turn and on top of that the one mana hero power also buffs cards in your hand and spells so the idea that you have to hero power before you attack or before you have to attack before that uh six four comes in and deals four damage but it's so easy to attack because your hero power is but you damage. also have you have to hero power before you metamorphosis on a on a turn that's after like turn six or something like that you know yep. but the not attacking means a lot less with a class that has that druid type hero power as opposed to rogue where you're holding the weapon yeah knowing you're going to have that free attack later and the fact that the fact that you could pass a turn spending one or two mana post turn 5 and float almost your entire turn in a game that doesn't have reactive turns where you can do anything on your opponent's turn mm-hmm. is is not. I mean, that would indicates you, a huge power level. Here's an interesting I question. I, and not. I'm not saying pass, like, yeah. play Skull, don't do so, anything else. So here's an I interesting... I mean, they will literally not do anything for a full turn. So here's an interesting question. Would you trade Rogue's hero power for a one-mana hero power that equipped a 1-1 one, one weapon? In Rogue or in Demon Hunter? In Rogue. In Demon Hunter, I would say absolutely not. It's way too strong. Yeah. In Rogue, I that would be better, right? Than a two-two, than a know. one-two weapon for two. I mean, it'll it'll equip, it'll weaken other just cards. Equip a one-one weapon. I mean, if that was your for hero one. power, equip a one-one weapon for, for one. one. Yeah. In Rogue, for one. Yeah. Yeah. Sick, right? Probably. I think that Probably. one yeah, mana that, hero no, power. Actually, no, no contest. Yeah. yeah. The I fact think... that you could you could you could set it up for turns like. Um, like Captain Greenskin or mm-hmm. um, Hench Clan or something like that. Absolutely, no. That's way too strong. And you could do Even it on if, turn one. You could, right? And you could I clear minions. I would say minions. give Rogue a two mana one one would be. Well, that's what they do now. Right? Fine. It, well, I mean, it's two mana one two. Oh yeah. If you yeah, took yeah, yeah. one Sorry. durability away from Rogue, oh, well, they wouldn't use it. It would. Then, it likely. would be worse. Be way well, worse. No, you'd use it'd be it worse, worse than but Druid if you had be demon, demon Hunter quality or style cards where it's important to set up the attack ahead of time, then yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a very I'm just saying, question, I guess all I, I was. I, get, I was asking because it was an interesting question, but I guess also the point I'm making is just, excuse me, being able to. Um, being able to hit your hero power from one is a huge deal. Like if you could if you could set that up like where you you hero power give yourself a weapon and not have to attack this turn going into next turn yeah. specifically with stuff like uh, the four two that gives you a, a two two when you attack or yeah. that uh, yeah it would be stupid in demon remember. hunter All, the only yeah, point would, I'm trying to make ridiculous. though Magooch is like how often with a mage or a druid or any other class in the whole game do you have a four mana minion and one mana left over at the end of your turn and you don't get anything from it. Right? Like, Demon Hunter never has that problem. And it never will. And that's insane. Oh, right, yeah. Right? The, the, like, the it's insane. It different, it's the only class with a different cost of hero power puts it on a, a completely different level. Mage needs two to deal one. Druid needs two to deal one. Demon Hunter needs one to deal one. It's a huge difference. And, like, okay, Mage just goes face. Is that worth an extra mana every time you're pinging something? Like, no. 
right? So, like, I think it's a really interesting question about the class being overpowered. For me, like, the hero power is... It's at the root of all that, I think, right? Like, you've given one class a huge leg up on all the rest. And it's just... It's not even about... The fact that it you can attack with it, it's just about the fact you can weave it into so many awkward turns, right? That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Weaving weaving a hero power has always been a, a, a deck building consideration, I suppose, depending on the deck and, and the meta and whatever. But yeah, absolutely. That is a, a huge advantage, even though you're taking face damage like Rogue does or Druid does. Mm-hmm. Hey! And... Yeah, it's Sorry. it's just a totally different different axis. So, um, I want you to remember to ask me this again whenever it is that I start playing Demon Hunter, and I'm sure I will. <laughs> it may be three months, it may be six months, it might be a year. At some point, I'll probably get into it, right? Like they'll produce Eventually, some card. Yeah. Eventually, I'll find you know? some stupid. I like that, that dragon. Like, hey, let's put Rafam in in a Demon Hunter deck, and we'll play that together some night like in the, three years. I like the big dragon. I think that's a fun card, but um. Yeah, I'm not going to play it anytime soon. So we'll see. Um, anyway, yeah, let's not end that on too down a note. Um, hey, you got to your um, the quest that we gave you, or I gave you, I guess, last <laughs> I week. Did. I did. Actually, I did. <laughs> Give me a quest. There we go. <laughs> um, I did one. Hooray. Hooray! Um... <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. Uh, kind of. I mean... I guess I cheated, but not really. So a little bit <laughs> uh, for anyone for anyone that didn't last didn't listen last week. Uh, I went off on on being a whale and uh, <laughs> said something about uh, golden Alexstrasza and golden Leroy. And somebody said, "Have you ever killed someone with that?" Even though uh, that's not exactly the right math, you need nine damage on board to do that and it's not a one-turn thing unless you draw them from Galakrond or have some Emperor Thorisand shenanigans but I figured I would try really hard to do this <laughs> and by really hard I mean until a close approximation occurred and then I would call it. <laughs> Which um, happened. <laughs> it did It did happen. It did take three games in casual not gonna lie but um, so I built uh <laughs> Whale time, fully wait, was it? Yeah, fully golden. Um <laughs> like shiny you. jank shiny jank from above. <laughs> I love that that's the name of your two deck. backstab, one shadow step, one bizarre burglary. So I went on the questless rogue route. Uh one blackjack stunner, the freezing trap guy, uh two ambush, two dirty tricks, two licensed adventurer, two questing explorer that are the quest abusers, two sap. To Shadow Jeweler Hanar, which is the quest or the uh, secret chainer. Um, one sudden betrayal, two Wait. evil miscreant. No, no, one Shadow Wait, Jeweler Hanar. That's a legendary. Card. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say two? I meant two. It's a two, two cost. cost. Yeah. No, no, no worries. Um, <laughs> I was like, one Wait Shadow a Jeweler, one sudden betrayer, two miscreant, two questing adventurer, Sky General Crag, another uh, quest abuser, Leroy. One Nethrium apoc- Necrium Apothecary for a very bad reason. <laughs> we uh, wax a two- dread. <laughs> wax a dread and deranged doctor. That's pretty uh, awesome. Eight mana restore eight to your hero. I figured I might need some healing <laughs> in here somewhere. Uh, two Vile Spine, Wax a Dread, Heist Baron, and Alex. 
So I posted the um, the replay link is in the show notes. I ended up playing against an odd mage, and the, <laughs> the end of the game was I played. Oh, I don't even remember the spell. What was it? Uh, oh, so I played Heist Baron, <laughs> got my my wand, and then took a turn off. Not took a turn. Like I was waiting to cast wand. Um, shadow stepped Heist Baron, <clears throat> and they uh, my lackey ended up staying on board. So I played Heist Baron again and took. Since I was worried about hand size, I took Crown of Zarag. And I, I figured, why not? I'll just play it. So I played Crown, and one of my offerings was Vargoth. Okay. So Vargoth. So I get two Vargoths, and they both cast Crown no. again. Yeah. So I got two Undertakers, and then one <laughs> Alexstrasza. Alexstrasza appeared on the board. So we're so not. So we're not with, battle crying Alexstrasza here. Correct. What you're getting at. But but yeah. I had a golden Alex on the board and a golden Leroy in my hand. And as much as they tried, they they removed both uh, Undertakers, but they left Alex and then left Vargoth. And my I had weaponed, and I had enough damage on board that I was able to make the last attack on the board with Alex and then play Leroy for lethal. That's pretty amazing. So I'm counting well, it because it worked out to be exactly what you're talking about. And nobody specified <laughs> that I had to battle cry Alex. So I did you're the very- thing. Yeah, I'm. I. I. I'm. I spend too much money in this game. It's sad. And, I, <laughs> and it is a golden. I'm a terrible Alex. person. It is a golden Alex into a golden Leroy. So yes, well right. done, Magooch. Well done. Um, Although I think something wasn't because the the secret in my hand is not golden. So there's something in the deck that isn't golden. It's not a fully golden deck. Oh. And I can't remember what it was. It's something dumb. <laughs> so you need to rename your deck like Shiny Jank from above, except for whatever except, card. <laughs> <laughs> except for whatever generated the secret. Is there a way to generate golden cards for your opponent? Or non-golden cards for your opponent? No. I don't know. I don't I'd have to rewatch the replay again. If anybody else wants to watch that and tell me how dumb I am where I missed Lethal beforehand, but that wasn't the point. <laughs> um, but oh. yeah. That's fantastic. It was, uh, it was dumb and gross and, and fun, and uh, I still liked it. Well, I'll tell you what. Remind me when the show's over, and I'll, I'll post those over in Discord, too, so people can see them. <laughs> but I, I even tried to play... I played two games of this on, on actual ladder, yeah. and Wild is <laughs> too strong to play something this dumb. It just does not work. Not if you're so. at Bronze 10, friend. Not if you're yeah, at Bronze I'm 10 I was with a, a five-star like... multiplier. <laughs> I've been platinum four, I think, on both uh, on both ladders on oh, nice. NA. Cool, yeah. Make a run, man. Now's the time. Yeah, no. Or next month's the time too. <laughs> I, I, uh, to be honest, I would rather spend this entire week playing this brawl because it's so much fun. That's awesome. I <laughs> it's love... so dumb. I want to make the biggest questing adventure I can make, and that that's way more satisfying. Than getting legend again. We need to start marketing. We need to make bumper stickers and t-shirts and uh, signs on the side of the road and bus advertisements. We need to do old-fashioned advertising because new digital advertising's for suckers. All right, um, but we need to have <laughs> for ads. advertising for what though? <laughs> but we need to have ads. This is taking me way too long to get to the the point. We need to have ads that says <laughs> Squelch, another Hearthstone podcast. The only Hearthstone podcast <laughs> with a brawl player. 
<laughs> oh man, you might with be brawl, right. It's so with hard a to brawl curate playing content host. for that. It's just yeah. Here's the dumb stuff I did this week that I'll talk about for an hour <laughs> if you let me. It's amazing. Cool. Hey, if you want to send us a quest, tweet at the show at Squelchcast or send an email to the drag inbox at squelchcast at gmail.com. Um, I don't think we've had a submission for a few weeks. I might be wrong. If you've submitted something, you can yell at me in Discord or on Twitter. And um I think uh, Dan had a few in the shoot too, and we just got away from it for a while and it yeah, wasn't it wasn't a thing that we were focusing on. So I'm pretty sure we have a couple up there. But if you got anything Anything like that. Give us a win condition, like a two, three card combo. That's. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, So, yeah, let us know. And uh, I'd love to have fun with the quest this week. I think it'd be fun. So um, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, Uh, especially our our new favorite fan, Dan. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) And uh, we'll have to see if he's still listening at this point. (laughs) Uh, you can find all of our social media and contact information at www.squelchcast.com. Sierra, Quebec, Uniform, Echo, <laughs> Lima, Charlie, Hotel, Charlie, uh, Alpha, Sierra Tango. Well done. Thank you. I use that a lot at work, actually. <laughs> thank you. And thank you all very much for joining us. Remember, this is a game. And games are supposed to be fun. Fun. Can we call Craig and have him for all those times you said one played in just one game? For all those times you said well played when I misplayed. The only thing I remember from that song is Magooch don't like you. No, he loves everyone. I'm such a narcissist. Don't want to admit when I was wrong. What was that? <laughs> Get so caught up in the game. You got me going insane. Now I know. Because I listen to your show. And if you keep emo doing way too much. No, that's the second one, dang it. You can go squelch yourself. No, that's not that's the first one. And if you won't shut up. When we play, we play games, buddy, buddy I'll squelch you myself. I'll squelch you myself. Oh, our We're killing this. <laughs> all right. Love you all. See you later. Craig, thank you. I'm sorry. Craig, you're a beautiful human being. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Miss Good you, night. Dan. Bye. Bye. <laughs>